Welcome to Forever Exiled. I'm Justin AK Tags. Tyler Wrecker of Days. Episode 182 of Forever Exiled. We are going to be joined by BK shortly. So you will, you will be hearing from her soon. Uh, but uh, yeah, for now, uh, we're going to get 182 started. It's a fun, it's going to be a fun episode. We got a few things oh, to chat it's about. huge. Yeah. Episode or reveal was yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, today's Friday, yesterday, Thursday. So yep. that, uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. But uh, first big shout out to our patrons. And uh, we had some resubs this week. Thank you, everybody, for supporting the podcast. Patreon gets you access to After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast. And it's uh, it's just more us. More chit-chatty. You know, you never know what you're going to get in After Dark. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. And a card and a sticker. So, yeah. Anyway. Can't beat it. Thanks, everybody, for uh, for supporting the podcast. We love your faces. And I'm going to struggle through this podcast because Tyler looks ridiculous. And <laughs> Why? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with my face? You notice that he sounds funny. It's because he's got, uh, like, I don't know, maybe about four pounds of tissue shoved up his nose. It's been a total of four pounds. I'm going through some nose issues right now, okay? I saw the ENT, this, that, and another thing, and they had me on some... Um, a spray, mm -hmm. kind of a new spray. It's a steroid and something else, Demistra or Demista, something like that. I forget what it's called. Anyway, and so I was trying it out, but then after a couple of weeks, it started making my nose bleed oh, like from the spray. Crazy. Like I couldn't clot at all. And so, I mean, I was going for other issues, right? Way back in the day, I had to have my septum rebuilt from, from this, that, and another thing. And so then, you know, but that's starting, maybe they didn't do a good job or things are resettling. I need to have surgery on my septum again to straighten everything out. I can't breathe at night, that kind of thing. So, you know, I've like, remember I was telling you I was going for sleep tests because I couldn't breathe properly or sleeping too much and that kind of stuff. So that's all kind of related. They were testing me for what's it called, like sleep apnea because I couldn't breathe. But it's just because my nose is kind of like the inside. It's not stable or structured and straight. So it, like it's really bad, not just a little bit. So. Anyway, so he had the nose spray just to see if that would clear things up for me in the meantime while I waited for surgery, and it didn't, but because of the nosebleeds, well, so I stopped, I went back to go see him, and he's like, yeah, 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 no, it's a good thing you stopped, but, like, you are, like, it's it's bad now, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it just didn't suit you, you're that, like, 0.1% case where, you know, you're the person that we warn everyone about, but it never happens to anyone else, but it happened to you. So anyway, now it's like, bad while i wait for surgery like you look at me and my nose just starts but pouring has it been because we hung out yesterday and it was fine yeah no i'll get one or two a day and there's always one in the morning i don't know what it is and like on a weekend if i sleep in just till maybe 7 30 it'll start just while i'm lying down as opposed to like having my coffee or getting ready for a podcast so <laughs> sorry that i have a whole bunch of stuff shoved up my face i know this isn't how you normally deal with a nosebleed but the way you're supposed to deal with a nosebleed doesn't let you get anything done, including recording Which is what, like, so. look up? I don't actually know. No, uh, they, it. like, you pinch just below, like, just kind of where it's soft, like, outside of where the cartilage is. You push a little bit lower, and you squeeze both sides, and you lean your head a little bit forward. Not too much. And, um, uh, you know, I got a little, I got a, I got a sheet, just mm -hmm. a little a little printout from the office. Yep. But hmm. I don't have time for that. I got to record a podcast, buddy. It was League Reveal. I know. So much stuff. How was your it week? Was League Besides Reveal. your so bloody nose. I, oh, well, uh, fantastic. I mean, winter, uh, the grass is kind of getting screwed up a little bit because I planted all that seed, but then you get that one night of frost when frost is supposed to have been gone and you say, okay, no, plant after the, you know, the last frost or when the fear of 
frosting overnight is gone. So you plant your bulbs, you plant your seeds, you plant your flowers, you plant your grass seed, and then it frosts overnight, like a week later after all that work. Mm -hmm. Stupid. We've had two frost nights in the last two weeks. Unacceptable. So hopefully my grass seed is not dead, but I don't see it growing yet. So it could be. It might be but fine. I don't want to overseed just in case, right? Yeah, you so might I'm still like, be fine. Am I wasting? You got a good couple of days of wasting rain water? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely dissipated. It was supposed to be like a nice week of rain and I was all excited. And no, we got the sun. It was beautiful. Yes, it was. It has been really nice weather, despite the fact that I'm complaining because of the frosty weather in the in overnight. But uh, yeah, so like, I don't know if I should keep watering and wasting my time in case that grass seed does germinate. Or do I just put new seed over top? I would wait. But then it's overseeded and then it's like, oh, and, you know, the impatience of it all. Mm -hmm. So but anyway, besides that, you and I went out to Peter Pit. That was the first time I'd been to Peter Pit since my unfortunate <laughs> customer experience where i gave them a bad review but it was awesome we had a good time and uh, you invited me over to watch the reveal yeah we watched and it together was... it was so cute we just cuddled on the couch it was cute it did yeah clothing's always optional there just like an after dark mm -hmm. and uh, we had a good time it was it was pretty mind-blowing eh? yeah it was cool like all my predictions of everything i thought was going to happen in the direction they were going and i was like confident i was like obviously this is it it was like, nope, no way, no chance. So it was really cool to experience that with you and and uh, deal with that. So I had a fantastic week. That's awesome. Thanks to you. All right. So we heard Ty's week and now uh, BK's joined us, which is awesome for 182. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Always happy to have you. Plus, we have so much stuff to talk about. I know. There's so many things. I mean, Path of Exile 2 and Diablo 4. So many yeah, things. That's, that's what we're going to talk so about. That's things. right. Uh, Nothing else is happening. I'm going to let me just quickly tell you about my week and then we're going to jump into how BK is and then we'll get into the whole league stuff. So a couple things. First off, um, little I don't know. I don't want to make it weird or awkward, but I did struggle a little bit through this week because of the stuff that happened in the States this week. I don't like that stuff. It's hard as a parent to hear about that stuff or just a human being, really. Um, but it also made me a little bit sad that I didn't realize how much I take for granted the fact that in the 16 years my kids have been in school, I've never once worried about them going to school. The school's right across my street. Right. I can hear them laughing and playing. So, uh, yeah, it, it was tough. So my heart goes out to those parents and the the family of the the teachers, and that that really sucks. But I just wanted to say something because otherwise I could get in a long rant. But it, it was tough. I did have a hard time thinking about it. We both have a daughter that's the same age as these kids. So yeah. we talked about it with our kids too, and they're only eight and 10, yeah. but they started overhearing it on the news and Aaron and I talking about it when we think they can't hear. And so yeah, it's not it fun. was, well, yeah. And when you're eight and 10, like the conversation ended up for us and I'm sorry to interrupt your week, but it was long for us mm -hmm. because we're trying to remind them like, you don't have to be scared. Like you yeah. put that in the kid's head as a seed and bam, it's gone. And like, they're just. Not sorry, not gone, but it just like extrapolates to the point where they're they they're crippled. They can't go to school. They're terrified of everything. So we had some really long talks, but yeah, it was it was a heavy week. Yeah, it's not. It's uh, and our kids don't. You know, we we don't experience um active shooter drills. It's not things our kids go through. So um they do lockdowns for like a bear or a freaking cougar or like some <laughs> police event that's happening two blocks away. So. Uh, yeah, anyway, my heart goes out to those people. I think that's awful. And um, that's all I want to say about it because otherwise I'll get on a rant. But segue into, <laughs> into the rest of my week. 
uh, in general, it was, I had a great week. Work was still garbage. It still sucks. We were about three or four weeks from some exciting stuff coming work-wise, so that's going to be awesome. We had my, oh, good. Uh, I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, so that that's that's going to be good. Um, we we had my son's engagement party on the weekend, so that was fun. We had about 40 family that uh, came out to that. So from oh my goodness, it's already a big family. Goodness, well, me. I mean, Ethan's got a massive family because it's I have a big family. Christine has a big family. His mom has a big family, and then his partner side of the family, um, you know, they have a a big side as well. So uh, it was um. It was really good that uh, we all got to get together. Cost a minor fortune. Yeah, so cost a little bit, but it was fun. Everybody had a really good time. Yeah, everybody had a good time. So that we did that. I had uh, that night. So that was Saturday. Saturday, Saturday night, my, one of my daughters got sick. So it was puking, which was disgusting. Uh, I don't deal well with puke. And but what the, like the cleaning or the impatience of it being annoying? I hate the smell. Oh, I, I was about to ask if you're a sympathy puker. Uh, I get that like, oh, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my part, when I was a paramedic, my partner is a sympathy puker. So whenever it was a drunk, I was like, you go drive. I'm not going to clean, clean up both up of you. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I have to be like very cognizant of the fact that I'm going to add to the mess if I'm not careful. So I just hate the smell. The smell just gets me. So, but what was funny is. It, it, thankfully, it was just some stomach thing. She was good by Sunday. She was off to school on Monday. But um, on Monday, uh, I had meetings in the morning. I came home to just quickly have lunch. And I was laughing at my wife like I was trying to make a salad. And I was like, what bowl is... <laughs> I don't want... <laughs> I don't want a bowl that last had, you know, puke in it. So it was, it was, I found it a little bit amusing because I actually just went and took a bowl out of the fridge, threw out the quinoa salad that was remaining in it and just <laughs> washed it and made it a new salad. So, uh, yeah. And then my five-year-old lost her first tooth and normally I wouldn't even bring it up because hey. whatever, it's exciting, but it's cool. But she had the best reaction out of any tooth I've ever pulled out of any of my kids. So it's her first tooth. It's been wiggly. She's been trying to get it out. And, uh, she wanted it out. She's been wiggling it a lot. And so she came to me and she's like, I can't eat. It's hurting. And I looked and I'm like, oh, baby, like that tooth is like, we can just pop that out. And she's like, okay. So I said, go get a paper, piece of paper towel. She wanted to try first. So she's like, but then she saw there's blood. She's like, I, I can't do it. Can you do it? So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I put my hand in her mouth and she's like, if it hurts, will you stop? I said, no problem. You just tell me if it hurts and, and I won't do it. So she's like holding her, her, her cheeks, right? As I've like got my yeah. finger on her little tooth. And I literally just like, like rotated my wrist. And the tooth pops out. And so she she pulls back and she's all like kind of happy and excited for a minute. And then she sees her tooth in my hand and she lost her mind. She she started to cry. She's like, I don't want it out. I want it back in. And I'm, it was the like seeing her tooth in my hand. It literally took 10 yeah. minutes. Her sister had to help calm her down. We got her rinsing her mouth out and she, I have pictures of her <laughs> afterwards where she's just like red faced, bawling, trying Aww. to show off her missing tooth. Aww. Anyway, she's so it cute. It was so funny that when she saw the tooth, she just like flipped. She just went nuts. It was so funny. So I can get that. I, I understand that feeling of that's not supposed to be there. Like yeah. it makes my head dizzy. It makes, you know, yeah. I, I get the, the weirdness I of want it. it back but in. That's, that's really, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. Uh, she's so cute. And she always has such a big smile all the time. Yeah, she does. So she's to picture her like sobbing like that, that's uh, cute. it was hilarious. So anyway, I, uh, oh, and then I have one more thing. One more thing. I had a dream. 
that I was going to tell Tyler about yesterday, but I'm going to hold on. I said, I'm going to hold on to it because I don't often remember too many of my dreams, but this one made me laugh two times. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> While you were so, sleeping. Yes. Aaron said I was sleep. I was laughing in my sleep the other night. Oh, yeah. That was I've I wish I remembered what that was about. So I'm in my dream. For some reason, I'm on some TV show and I'm on this TV show with Christina. And I don't know if I was having to try and figure out people or if it was some sort of game show or something i can't remember but there were there was a bunch of people in there there was music playing there's cameras on me and this famous person comes out onto the stage and for like a brief second i forgot this individual's name and i said and I, again i'm on camera and it's on tv oh that's okay. jay-z's wife and as i said <laughs> it i was like uh, uh beyonce and all the music stopped all the cameras just looked at me and it was like I had offended everybody by calling her Jay-Z's wife. But the best part about the whole thing was it was like I had zoomed out of my body and my sleeping body was laughing his ass off at me. <laughs> and it woke me up and I was like, Christina, you got to hear what just um, happened. <laughs> anyway, it, it was I don't know why, but I found awesome. it hilarious because I was laughing at my own self thinking it was a joke, but. Anyway, I think that's hilarious. That that was that my weekend. I gotta say though, I gotta say Christina's husband's an idiot. He's the best. He's the best. <laughs> All right. So listen, we've we've talked now. BK, let's uh let's get into uh how you are. How's things? Things are doing pretty good. Uh yeah. spring has been sprung officially in Florida since January because mm -hmm. winter doesn't exist. Right. Um, so I've been working on getting some seedlings ready for the garden. Ooh. got some tim like a bunch of tomato and pepper plants ready to go into the garden beds i just got to get the, like the turn the compost heap out and scoop it into the beds and then settle it down and then get everyone planted but do you have certain timelines for when you can do that like through the year or is that just like um, whenever like, you want so like in northern cities and stuff like that you usually wait for like last frost that can occur anywhere between like march and may i think or march and april I know really that small pain. really small growing windows but down here in Florida, where like it rarely ever freezes, if it does, it's like three times a year and that's it. Um, you don't have to worry about it too much. So I, I mean, like we technically just had a cold snap, but it only got down to the 40s. So like everything is fine. Um, hang on. Hang on. F2C. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's a no, no. That, four that's, degrees. So that's actually this is a pop ooh, quiz. Please get your calculators and your yeah. papers. I can't think. Do not that's look not at happen. everyone's pieces of paper and <laughs> yeah. keep your test face down until I collect them. I need to just pull that up every time we have you on, just so I have it that's as a reference. Right. I'm F to sorry. No, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. And I am a product so of four, the public school system, which obviously bear. just means I'm a dumbass. But four and a half. I don't even know how to spell Fahrenheit. F, yeah, it's too, it's such a weird word. Uh, so four and a half degrees. Fahrenheit. Okay. Four and a half degrees. Okay. Is And four and a half, uh, so 40 degrees, your temperature, they, that, that's that got to be that's like the coldest. That, yeah, that's the coldest it gets this right. year. Like right now, today, it's 82. <laughs> There's oh, new people are going to hear this, but every, every, wow, yeah. that's nice. Damn. Every time BK says a Fahrenheit I temperature, there's always this type. silence about three <laughs> seconds while Justin and I are both like Googling. Yeah, yeah. 27 degrees. You know what, though? I love this conversion business because it's like the ultimate rep digit, right? The last one was 4.4444444 degrees Celsius. Yeah, just don't mm -hmm. ever tell us like, I don't know, 82.4 because then you're going to lose the... <laughs> 
and then like your guys' computers just it's explode in your faces yep. when you try to yeah okay mm -hmm. okay so 82.4 is exactly 28 degrees. yeah and I was, I was actually worried prior to uh going into the winter like my um my persimmon tree had a really bad like fungal attack towards the end oh, of fall that sucks. and i was like oh my god i think i'm gonna lose it this year but it put out leaves about um about a few weeks ago now Nice, pretty good, nice. and like the blueberry bush, I wasn't sure. I was like 50 50 on if it was dead or not. Um, it came back too, like everything's doing great, and it's been really, really awesome. How's the grass? Um, there really isn't any. No, um, what happened to the seed you put down? Well, the first time I put seed down, it like rained right after, so mm. all that seed is in somebody else's yard or in you know the sewer system somewhere uh, yep. and the second time i put it down unfortunately i didn't really realize that in my reshaping my backyard that you have to do something really crucial called like leveling your backyard okay <laughs> and uh so i made a small lake in the in the little patch of the grassy areas between the houses or between like the back row bushes and like where the garden beds are so i had to like tear everything back up and like kind of take dirt and smash it back down and level it out a little bit so that it wouldn't get away. And then my dad helped me find some like budget sod where people were like, I don't know, it's been in the sun and like nobody's looked at it for a year. So you can have it for like 10 cents a sheet. And I was like, cool, man. I'll bring it back to cool. <laughs> And so that's what's down out there. It's got like a lot of weeds in there right now, but I was just like, I'm just been mowing down the sticky weeds because I get in the dog's fur and then... I'm hoping yeah, yeah. there's enough there. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. I'll start, the worrying joys about, of... I'll start worrying about the weeds in it when there's more green stuff in general there to work with. <laughs> totally. Well, then it helps push it out too, right? Once you get the fills it in, it gives it a little bit more of that. Yeah, because like I'm, yeah. I'm about eighty five percent sure it's just all clovers out there. <laughs> but you know, that's the they grow kind of the... good though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah do. they do. That's right. They love yeah. growing. Just, just give in They're and let it be. They're doing a good job. No, that's kind of the, one of the sucky things about um, that seasonal stuff, right? Like you make that one mistake and it's like, crap, you got to like wait for the actual seasons to come through and you don't have, you know, you can't just mm. try again immediately. You got to wait for the dry spell. You got to wait for this. You got to wait for that. And so I hear you. We feel your pain for sure. Yeah. Sweet. It's nice to have you on. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice to see you. Are you still doing the courses? Yeah. So nice. I actually just finished up one of my courses or two of my, my beginning courses that I was taking. Awesome. So I was taking intro to game design and um, narrative writing mm -hmm. and That's just awesome. finished up both of those. They've been a lot of fun. I actually, the latest bingo league that we had, um, I redesigned a portion of bingo from the ground up using a lot of what I had learned in school. And, how did uh, How did they go? The bingo leagues because you did well, two, knew they, two totally yeah, new things yeah i knew they would be really small and there'd be like maybe 12 people that played but i'm really grateful for the people that did because like i'm hoping to get some feedback about them nice um but i think it i think overall like i was proud of what i made and i don't really care how many people played or didn't play that's good as like i just it was kind of like an exercise for me and people wanted content to play so it was like a win-win situation no matter what yep ah oh, love winning and uh yeah so i had a lot of fun um i don't know what sort of future the bingo blitz has which was like more of a short format thing that we did which was kind of goofy where it was like you know get all the way to act five kitava but like never use lab don't equip boots and then like 
always like use a lightning skill or something like that. So it makes like little fun runs out of leveling stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's cool. Yeah. Fun. So, it's fun to well, try new stuff. I'm not sure what sort of like future it has, but it was a, it was a fun format. And then like the other bingo was brutal bingo is what I called it. And it was just basically challenges, all nothing but challenges, boss kills, invitations, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. We went over it like. in one of our episodes. <laughs> I can't. If it, I don't remember if it was After Dark or a main episode, but both of us were entirely lost. Yeah, oops! All challenges is what I called yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the dumbest joke. Yeah, we weren't going to be able to get any of them done. <laughs> I, I can't even get right. any of them done. Let's be completely honest. Oh, that's There's always like portions of bingo that I have to reach above my like my skill level to like make sure that it's properly challenging. Sure. And like, I'm okay with that, but like this entire bingo is just like me scooping from the shelf up above me where I can't see like, yep, this looks good. I'll put some of this here. That's fun. (laughs) Because I have like no idea. And like, I had to ask multiple people, I'm like, how hard is this? (laughs) If I do this, is this like, is this hard, hard? Does this make it harder in the way that people have to think about it? Or does this make it impossible? Because like each of the Uber bosses had a augmenting like mod that they needed in conjunction with them. So the person could roll it as a blue map or they can roll it as like a, or sorry, a blue invitation or like a rare invitation for like the Eater and uh, Exarch ones. And so it's like, oh, we'll, we'll see. See what you guys get. And then it was just like, so I think Eater had turbo. So like one of the things that makes him fat like slightly dangerous is like his attacks are slightly different and they come at a more rapid pace so making them a little bit faster adds that like a little bit of pressure and hmm. then the one for searing exarch was i think aoe so aoe affects his fight by making his inner blast bigger so you have to go like all the way out way and out. through the corner possibly stepping onto like a fire square if you like the if they're occupied just to like either that or tank that blast and then like the the various over aoe's that happen have more opportunities for overlap when he has more aoe so mm, sounds it was little fun. things like that where you turn up the heat on a normal boss kill but i didn't want to go like full like punishing this is impossible so you didn't yeah some mm-hmm. people they still finished i it. saw that you had people completing bingos we had people i was like finish it. i was just like crap. i was yeah i was really impressed dedication for sure yeah well that's cool mm-hmm. glad that's it worked well Despite its craziness. Yes. Sorry, I <laughs> bored you guys. No, we'll talk about the exciting stuff now. Patch no, 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 no. I'm awesome. just remembering the bingo card and remembering how <laughs> ridiculous some of them sounded. But, but I did see people complete it, so that's good. Yeah, and TLDR, school's going good. I'm going to start the new courses after this league starts. I'll be taking a class in learning uh, the beginnings of Unity. And from there, I'm hoping to get into Unity's creator tools and actually start working on stuff. Cool. Yep. Right on. That's awesome. All right. So uh, should we talk about the league stuff? I guess so. Uh, How how are we doing this, Ty? I think we're winging it, right? Yeah. Once we get there, let's. uh, there's a couple things I want to bring up first. I want to congratulate or acknowledge GGG's Twitter account and all those that participate in their tweets and teases because coming up to the reveal, they were hilarious oh my goodness there were so many they were so active so many replies to like really random hidden replies to their tweet you know what i mean ggg would have their announcement tweet or whatever a tease tweet 
then someone else a thousand tweets down that replied to them they'd reply to them and it was all really really funny and so they had a fantastic time it seemed like and it was really enjoyable oh cool following them this week yeah before the reveal of course post as well but then post reveal your brain's just exploding with all the new stuff uh let's see so they thanks for the wings by the way ggg the crucible wings for the live drop to stuff love that you do that uh crangled passive tree highlights we're not going to do that today but it was it's, it's neat and then the polarity group thing started again so that's kind of interesting and then there was actually a patch the same day as the 321 patch and the only reason i'm bringing it up is because another 300 297 more foiled unique items were added to the uh void born reliquary hmm. and 300 for all those people that spent crazy amounts of money so good for them what else yeah, then that's it. Then, then it was the patch. So then there was the all the teasers that GGG came out with and the, they came out with showed us some of the quality of life stuff ahead of time. And yeah, then the announcement. Pretty neat, eh? Yep. So we're good. We're caught up. I think we're good. All yeah, right. I guess so. Uh, Theta had a funny comment uh, just before we get started from our Discord. And he, uh, he was like, I really hope Reddit's happy. I'm kind of paraphrasing it a bit now because uh, this Anyway, uh, I really hope Reddit's happy now because uh, they've been asking for four month cycles for a long time and now they have it. So nothing to complain about, right? <laughs> yeah, that lasted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, yeah, let's uh, let's get down on it. All right. Well, let's just start right off with uh, the the reveal. What do you guys think of the first off? Still love the, the method they do it. I love the oh, live event, yes. whatever they call it. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy watching it that direction. Um, I think my only <laughs> suggest, Justin, <laughs> I have no idea what you're going to say. What what my, is your suggestion? My to only GGG's suggestion video is take take advantage of the sound booth you must have because you're your audio for in-game and, and character talking is fantastic. Um, I, I'm not sure what happened, but um, <laughs> I struggled with the audio. I, not not the music, not any of that. But yeah, Chris's audio was just... Um, it was horrendous. It, it was a little bad. I, the, I'll the, say it. Yeah, the I'll S's it, were hurting me. The I could hear the ducking. I, I, I get it. I'm being a little bit anal, but... I have um, not... no formal audio training. And what did I send you? Right. Yeah. Same. Tyler was doing yeah. the same thing as we were watching. He kept looking over at me laughing because I was like, oh, like, I knew you'd be cringing because I was cringing yeah. and I don't even have an ear for it. It's so. not been like that. I don't think in past ones. It's not been where it stood out to no. me. So I'm mm -hmm. not sure what changed someone, this time. But yeah, someone ran some sort of compression or optimization something and it yeah, just there was something in all the wrong ways. Yeah, it hurt my ears a little bit. But, but I mean, the event itself was uh, amazing um mm -hmm. i had such a fun time watching it i just that's my only that's my only piece of you know that's my only issue i had with it was uh mm -hmm. was the audio which is a big part of it but um yeah it was fun i had i i really like that they do it that way i hope that that never ever stops because yeah. they right. are such a fun way to learn about the league and it gives them a chance it's not really live so they can you know they get to do it exactly how they want you mm -hmm. to see it so i i um yeah i had a really good time watching it but uh crucible what'd you guys think you go bk i'm really excited for it um i think it's gonna be a really fun league i like the idea of the weapon trees 
because that that, yes. that hits a like a big wow nerd thing for me. I was and trying so, to figure out why I liked that part so much, and then I saw your tweet, and I was like, "Oh my god, that is it! it I is. totally forgot about the so, wow yep. artifact thing." In World of Warcraft Legion expansion, they decided to turn everything on its head and actually give everyone a weapon that they would choose to power up over the course of that um, expansion. So, like, you would you got this weapon at the beginning because, like, weapons are the most coveted things in most action RPGs and MMOs as well, because most of the time your like your damage and your calculations come from weapon damage and sometimes even as a caster and even as a healer in some games too like everything comes off of weapon damage um and so like it was unprecedented they're like you're giving us a weapon for the entire expansion so like that felt amazing anyways but more so than that that were the like sort of subtle augments of gameplay that it provided so like maybe you got an extra charge of a certain spell that is like so I play Rescue Druid. That's mostly what I play in World of Warcraft. So like there was extra Swiftmans, which are like instant cast heals that you are basically your emergency heals. If someone's hurting, you Swiftman them. Or one of our big raid cooldowns. So if say the entire raid is taking tons of damage, you get a big raid cooldown. But the problem is you usually have to sit still. Well, in Legion, you can move. You could actually run around while doing it. So that was like... There were so many cool little augments to normal baseline gameplay that occurred through this system that I'm seeing more of and getting like teasers of from what they've shown us of the weapon trees so far, both in the trailer and then like the ones that are on the website, which I think are the same. Some of them look the same anyways. Um, but it was just so cool. So like the idea of playing something with a skill and then having these little opportunities and chances to sort of like gently change and then also augment your character or like maybe you get something that surprises you and it's a really good tree and you change your skill in relation to that like i just like this idea of the weapon being sort of like part of what augments everything else because so far it feels like it always comes from like the mods or the tree right mm -hmm. and uh, so this is the first time there's like a little bit of rng kind of involved which is exciting because mm -hmm. it's like unwrapping a present yes but then like we have no idea how bonkers these combinations are going to get and that's also like that's the that's what speaks to the poe player that's still inside of me <laughs> is like how broken is this going to be and how amazing is it going to feel yeah i i'm very excited for that they're really cool how about you go just what's next uh, what, do you, what do you think that's literally <laughs> my favorite obviously the favorite part for me for crucible i'm I just love the idea of this tree built into your weapon that you're building and you have to get XP for. The only thing I, when I first saw it, made me worried, but then they explained it later was when they first, when you first were watching the trailer, it looked like the guy was charging up the totem. And I was like, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, I hope I don't have to hold it down to activate it. But I didn't know at that point that that was actually because you were determining how difficult to make it and how much XP sure. you would gain towards it. So it made it a lot better because at first I was like, yes, that's not great. But uh, I think the, yeah, the, the tree part is going to be so fun. I, I actually don't think I care about most of the other stuff because that's there. Like it just, it's such a new, yeah, it's such yeah. a, I, I was worried that they, everybody said, oh, it's going to be a crafting league. And in one of our episodes, I said to Tyler, I don't want a crafting league. I, I get that a lot of people like that, but that's not me. I, there's already too many methods of crafting and after this one i said tyler like this if this is the crafting league then that's for me that's a really fun interactive version of crafting versus me having to understand all these different mechanics within the game like it's just it's there 
and seeing some of the modifiers that could roll on a weapon looked so much fun. Like yeah. They, they, you're almost, it's not, it, it's not necessarily build defining, but it's definitely build empowering based on, you know, which, which modifiers you could potentially get on a, on the weapon. So I, I can't actually think too much about other stuff crucible related because that's yeah. the part that's the most exciting for me. Like well, the, the foraging weapons together and things like that. Yeah, that part will confuse the shit out of me later. I know it will because it was the same with recombinators. Like I liked them, but I didn't use them because I I'm I'm an idiot and wasn't going to try and figure out like how to do it and risk an item and blah blah blah. But um, it's fun that it's there. Yeah, yeah. I think because the the rest of the league, if you if you look at it, is it seems to be like old mechanics with a new coat of paint. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very like ritual slash um ultimatum as far as the way that it's like here's a pillar you interact with it there's like a circle of space you occupy right you know you fight enemies in this this charges something those that you know that charge becomes basically skill points in a tree like we're seeing ritual synthesis like maybe a little bit of abyss with the way these cracks and monsters are formed so like what we're seeing are reused old assets with new coats of paint. And that's smart because that allows them to focus on like the new systems that they're developing and making sure that they're properly like implemented, fingers crossed. So when- it's like build skill trees with like mechanics that kind of have new paint. But I don't know. Since we're not getting ultimatum yet, anyways, I'm actually kind of happy to have some variety to my uh, pillar circle killing mechanic. It so. did, I, I didn't I didn't see them say it specifically and I I maybe I'm just dumb and 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 it's just assumed but if you don't kill them and you die do they disappear and you've just like you can't come back and kill them afterwards I didn't see it answered anywhere um so the, all you yeah so I think like uh ritual it just ends and ends. all you okay. get from it is like the XP that you got up to the point of that Oh, okay. Like, cause I, I think it came up in a Q and A, cause Ziggy was like, "So what happens if you fail?" And he was like, "Well, you know, it fails, but you you get your XP towards." I wonder like, if your you get the XP stuff. you got up to that point, or if you have. I, I anyway, I couldn't. That was the only part I was a little unsure of. Was like, what? Did, what are you losing? Does the whole thing end? Which it well, obviously thought like you didn't get the things, XP. Right? You just didn't lose your weapon. I thought that was the thing. Like nothing oh. bad happens to your weapon. You just don't get the XP if you fail. That's that's mm-hmm. what I thought. Huh. But I only saw it the one time. And Justin and I were giggling and cuddling the whole time. So we were a little distracted. No, I see. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's going to be fun to try it out. It's Did they say at what point trees start unlocking for the weapons that you... I think like they, not... they all come with them. It just might be like a little tree. It might have yeah, like it's all two item nodes based. or something. At first, I yeah, and item level based, and <laughs> but do you have great. to put it into the crucible thing to first get a tree? Like you don't have a tree on every item you pick up, I don't think, right? Or it's am I weapons. wrong? Well, sorry, every weapon you pick up d- does the. I thought that you take the weapon, yeah. put it into the crucible the first mm-hmm. time, and then it gets its tree. It I forget so. that sounds yeah seems Basically, right. Yep. Yeah. I thought that's how how they said it. So so you kind of, which is cool, but is that something that then even with a smaller tree should be accessible right in the first section as soon as you hit the first one? I mean, one? it's is a the- pretty brilliant way because if we look in the past, like leagues, like mechanics being introduced and stuff, like what do people do, right? 
they always go to the low level zones. They figure out how to farm unique stuff and then they print tabulas and gold rooms and stuff like that that they need. And then they continue on. And so I think it's a rather elegant solution to the like how to prevent early cheesing thing is like you just use what you're using already. Like you just pop it in there and you go. Therefore, it's not like, oh, well, this league mechanic is shit. Like I didn't get anything out of it. Literally, everyone's going to get something out of it. And especially if you like go double wands or double axes or something like that early, like you could potentially have two different trees to fiddle around with. Plus you can keep stuff in your offhand too. So say for example, you are doing melee leveling and you're going to use one skill early and then like two, two one-handers later on, you can always, you know, keep that two-handed offhander once you get that newest base in your offhand weapon slot and then get it ready to go. I like when they go ultimatum directions where it's your fault if you made it too hard like you, yes. if, if if you're going through it as you're leveling and because there's been some league synthesis for me is a good or not synthesis sorry syndicate uh betrayal was a one for me w- which i hated leveling because i couldn't dumb it down i couldn't it was hard it was especially when it first came you out you skipped it or it was crazy hard content when it first released that chaos damage was nuts yes yeah, so i like where it's my fault if i failed it because i made it too hard and that's a risk reward i i I enjoy when they do mechanics like that because i like it being my fault who was that that was metamorph was very much like that Uh, arch nemesis the league itself was very much like that that was a great league you build it you fight Um, it yeah right (laughs) yeah and this is it seems like a very similar thing as well so yeah like that pretty neat pretty neat it's good to leave like the difficulty setting in the tunes of the player because most players will have the ability to interact with that information in meaningful ways. You're mm-hmm. just always going to have to unfortunately deal with the outcry of people that don't like they don't yeah, understand, fine. you know, they just like tune it up. It's like the folks that, you know, they'd make those crazy deep calandra maps and be like, why can't I clear it? Yeah, it happens every league. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. there's no way to really get past that part. But yeah, I'm I personally for it like too. it. I liked the pressure and ultimatum like. Especially towards the beginning of the year of the league when like my first character wasn't that powerful and like some of them were like really dicey and it felt like I like scraped by by the skin of my teeth and got that reward and mm-hmm. it was exhilarating. It was awesome. So. Yep, it had just a little bit of stress to the. But to the it. only thing it's that fun. I'm the only thing I'm kind of concerned about is like the longevity of like having those intense moments and then it's like yay I got one fifth of the XP needed to get this next note. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how many it takes. And then walk away from it. Yeah, so like I don't know if there's any sort of like additional rewards. Does the pillar also spit out? Like, do we still get the? I in the in the in the past I've called it the stone hinge of bullshit, <laughs> where it just like gives like spits out all of that like those like random items in a circle. I think it was ritual that did that, right? That used to spit out all the items at the end, or was it ultimatum? I don't remember, but it was like an entire like uh, strategy to basically get Atlas passive things that had like chances for all sockets and then do those alters so that you would just print six socket items because <laughs> they like they generated so much extra stuff that that was like a valid strategy anyways so, yeah, yeah it'd be interesting to see how like the rest of the item balances if there are any sort of rewards kind of like come into it and everything else i i'm excited for it i like the fact that the crafting isn't necessarily like crafting related like i'm glad that it's not yeah. like a new set of fossils or a new set of whatever 
or a new crafting table yeah or like a new yeah like new stuff to like or something like harvest to learn again um i'm just really happy that it's got this like really recombinator feel of accessibility to it where it's just like no you just you right there and there and that's it that's all you do you just smoosh them together and pray and synthesis was a lot like that too where like you would you would try and go and make a lot of bases that were cool and then maybe craft on top of it and stuff like that but it's kind of in a reverse way this time too so it's neat what do you think of crucible tie uh uh, um i thought it was amazing i was relieved of course my assumptions of you know, people saying it's going to be a crafting league and people going up and me already thinking there's too many different crafting benches and too much traveling per se to to do decent crafts in the game. I was nervous about it, but of course, unwarranted because I had no idea what Crucible would be like. And so this was a nice relief for my unwarranted um, expectations. It was nice. The thing for me now, you see, you guys played well. I didn't play well. So for me, the prospect of leveling up a weapon came from Borderlands. And I just love that. Like it was already its own RPG in a way. But the more you the first Borderlands, the more you use a weapon, the better it gets. And to me, this is kind of Path of Exile adding that. And the thing this is this is what I love. Like in Path of Exile, you can level your character and you get your character tree. You can you can level up your Atlas now. And you keep going, you you level up your skills now, like there's only one thing that's left and that's your items. Now, in this one, as far as I know, it's it's just weapons. Besides the one helmet, yeah. Right. But it's a stepping stone to progressing to other things. And to me, just the prospect of adding like, of course, in Path of Exile, at some point, everything's going to be leveling, not just you, not just your skills. But now, yes, your weapons and now, yes, your Atlas passive tree, like your items are the only thing left that, in the game that don't also level with you. And so to me, it's inevitable whether this specifically goes core as is or different at some point, I think weapons are going to level everything in Path of Exile is going to level. And so I think this is an awesome step forward if that was something that was going to happen. But it gets my brain going. And that's what's also really exciting about it, because now it's like, you know, you can change how mod pools work. You can change implicits. You can change things to be weaker. Like, you know, like Justin and I, I think I was mentioning this to you yesterday. You and I had the idea that like, it's really annoying when you get an item level 86 chest piece and it rolls plus three to max life. That shouldn't even be allowed in our opinion, right? We don't run the company, but that's kind of stuff that's really annoying. If you know, you know, had a limitation of the, you know, if the max tier item could roll your only like the top five mods, you know what I mean? Like you can, you can change stuff around so that if items were a little bit more guaranteed to get better basic rolls, like none of the crap rolls, you know what I mean? A plus three to life would only be available on really low tier items, for example. This would allow having a, a passive tree for items would allow you to kind of like have decent, low, low, kind of like lower the value of mods, but let a better ratio of mods roll on your gear. And then it wouldn't be that powerful because the combination of, you know, your decent mods wouldn't be the only thing a good weapon would rely on. Now adding the Atlas passive tree as like, okay, wow, I really lucked out with this really awesome passive tree, but now I need the matching mods to go for it. And when, if they kind of redo the numbers to make it so that you need both to have really good rolls, to have a really good item, I think that's a really cool idea and prospect going forward. And so... I mean, I know I'm way, way 
far down the road. This isn't even anything that they're talking about, but that's the kind of stuff that I think about when I see this. Like it's the last thing. Imagine flasks leveling up and boots leveling up and all that kind of stuff. Like it'd be the really cool. The last time they fla they touched flasks, they gave us like four hundred more modifiers to deal with. So I'm <laughs> yeah, pretty right. okay if they never touch flasks. I think that's flasks right. Are that's great. right. Flasks are great. Yes. No flask so, anyway, needed. Mm -mm. Right. Oh, uh, I mean the addition <laughs> of the auto orb instilling orbs. One of the best things that's ever happened oh, yeah. to me in this I game. Yeah. So for me, I was really excited. I love the prospect. I love where the future can go with this. And I really hope this is something that the community really takes its time to appreciate because it would be really awesome for them to mash it all together one day. And I really hope this is like a massive POE2 experiment. I just feel like mm, people can't correlate. Like a lot of, I feel like there's some folks that are upset about this. And I feel like some of it is also like, it's very obvious this is reused assets league let's be honest like there's a lot of stuff that's been custom made for this and it looks amazing because it adds like that nice flavor to it um but like what's wrong with that inherently like people are offended it's awesome but it's like it's a league it's got a polish it's literally a league for everyone because like think of like in the in the past we had this sort of like crafting league battle league cycle that we were in for a while where like it'd be like two battle leagues and then like a crafting league and you'd have something like synthesis or harvest pop out of nowhere and delve and you're like oh okay cool but they're learning and i think it came through synthesis or not synthesis sorry sentinel with its recombinators then making crafting systems that are like inherently accessible for everyone to interact with content in a meaningful way like even if it's on an ssf level or a trade level so like recombinators are useful for everybody and everyone can use them. Like you can take two kind of mediocre items, smash them together and possibly get something good. That was like the whole premise of a recombinator. And that's something that like people, okay, yeah, I can get that. Okay, so if I find a plus one ami that's crap and an amulet that has 80 life and a bunch of res on it, I can smoosh them together and possibly get a plus one nice amulet. Like that kind of stuff is what crafting needs to kind of stay in some ways like there needs to be something that's more accessible and so i like this too that it's like it's a crafting league but i don't feel like it's a crafting league in the way that old crafting leagues felt because there's still so much like the setup of think about like setting up your original garden and all the harvesting stuff like combat and like killing the monsters was such a small part of that but everything else was like management and inventory keep and all that other kind of stuff and then like interfacing with all these crafts and all that like we don't have to have that this time which is so nice there's nothing I'm confusing just, about it. I'm just so appreciative that like we have these sort of leagues where like, I don't know, I was never really into crafting. Like I interact with it on a need to need to optimize my build basis. But like, I'm so happy to not get shut out of an entire league anymore because like maybe I don't enjoy all the intricacies of it. There's still so much here that as someone who just wants to kill many monster, like it's crafting league, but it's also a league for me. So that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. And it's also the last league before ExoCon, and they're kind of busy preparing for that. And I feel like that is like a little bit of slack too. Like this is something that they've worked on while producing 21, no, 21 leagues for us. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, it's Throwing really another surprising. And keeping yeah. one of the most grueling production schedules. And they're like, you know, they're not a small office anymore, but still it's a lot of work. And I'm not saying we got to yeah. like forgive everything that's been done, but like surely there can be some forgiveness for the last expansion before a major convention 
with, you know. We also just had one of the best leagues ever. But yeah, it's it was such a good league. I, I yeah, I don't know. I is I, that um, maybe part of it? Because like I unfortunately I tuned out. Like the holidays hit me really hard, and like confronting the holidays plus like the what PUE has come to mean to me over this last year, mm-hmm. like that intersection, I just couldn't mentally handle it. So like, what is it? The backlash then? Is it like the high to low that people are feeling? Oh, I would be the the worst person to ask about what people are feeling because I don't get it. <laughs> no, because you guys were like, oh, it was awesome. It was great. It was so cool. And it was, it was like, because like we've league. had that in the past, you know, like when we went from a really great league to something that everyone felt like it sucked, like the win, like people didn't like blight at all. And there's well, been a couple of them that have just been like flat on their face like just not popular and like they're usually because it's something that's maybe a little bit risky following a really popular league so here's my issue is uh, i did spend a little bit of time last night just looking at twitter and and reddit it was a it was mistake yeah it was (laughs) it was stupid it made me a little bit angry but my feeling is um I've, and I've said this, we've talked about this, I swear to God, every league that comes out, the idea of bitching about a league a week before it's out, I feel like if you're, if you're going to bitch about a league, do it two or three weeks into the league. Like it's so stupid to me to be mad about something because of patch notes. I just, I I can't wrap my head around it. I just, it's so weird to me to be like, well, they took this away and it's like, yeah, but they added other stuff and there's all (laughs) the trees on a a weapon. Like you can't. I don't know how you compare that. It's not possible to compare. For right. me personally, you t- you take stuff out, they change stuff, they add stuff, but you've added this whole part of a game that I can't, there's no, there's nothing tangible yet. I've never seen what these trees are on a weapon. I don't know how they're going to affect my build. It's, I, I find it, yeah, I'm not a good person to ask about what other people are thinking because I think most other people are stupid. And I think, <laughs> I think in general. I think all they do too. <laughs> I think that's I think the in, problem with us. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't like the idea of bitching to bitch. And I get that people don't like that. I've said that in the past and I don't care because I it's amazing to me that patch notes came out when I was looking at the time correlation to like when patch notes came out to when people were posting. I was like, what? did you read like one line and then just start right. to like lose your freaking mind? And then there is a very big in just POE in general, this mentality of like jump on the bandwagon, say what everybody else wants to hear. I don't like that stuff because I just don't think it, it doesn't benefit anyone. I think it's just nasty. It's not yeah. a fun way to be. So I don't have any problem with people bitching about a league, but I feel like you have to be two to three weeks into that league and then find out real reasons why you don't like something, not because they've changed your build or they've taken something away that you've used every league for the last eight leagues. I, um, Path of Exile, if you look at it in general, changes more than any other game. And you that happens typically on a three-month cycle. <laughs> at some point, you got to get used yeah, to stuff, it. Yeah, <laughs> stuff, stuff, stuff gets taken away. But I just think in this one, it's very weird to me to be upset about stuff being taken away when there is a monstrous part that's been added that we can't see yet. We don't actually know right. how that whole tree within the weapons and, and shields are going to work. And that's exciting. I really, really find that exciting. Yeah. Every time I make fish for my family, the mm. kids choose beforehand that they're, they're not going to like it. The other day, <laughs> I totally lied to them 
and I bought these like wonderfully disgusting. I would never eat them and normally feed them to my kids, but these like crazy deep fried like fish sticks like they were huge, nice fish slabs, but they were like going to be so good. I told them it was chicken strips. They freaking loved them until my wife accidentally partway through dinner called them fish sticks. And then they looked and they'd already like each devoured a whole bunch. They were almost ready to be excused. And then when my wife accidentally, maybe she did it on purpose, probably did it on purpose. But anyway, she mentioned it. The kids right away. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And that's what this always reminds me of when people are like, like this pa- Atlas passive, or sorry. I mean, the Atlas Atlas passive tree doesn't have to change at all. Just the fact that they had two travel nodes is amazing. But three. when the whole character passive tree is completely different, like they added so much. They, there's so many new clusters. There's so many revamped notables. There's so many. The, the amount of mastery changes that there are has completely revamped every single build. Yeah, like, there's so much that's different that it doesn't ma- like th- there's nothing to complain about yet. There's was, absolutely nothing. I was There's really no excited way you could know to see so many of the masteries have like like the defensive masteries. There's like a lot of really good range of defensive options there. Like there was right. one I saw for it was like physical taken is chaos, which is like great for CI builds because you you want that extra physical mitigation. There's yeah. like so many things that I saw and like immediately I was like, oh, that one goes with this build and that one I could go in this build. And like right. I immediately was just like, oh, man, the possibilities like this is going to be really cool. Because that's what we've been wanting for a while is a shakeup in defenses. And so I'm hoping that this will help start to uh, provide that. I I completely agree. I I was looking through all the masteries, even masteries that I wouldn't normally do. And it's, I mean, makes sense. The mana mastery now has mana reservation associated to it. And it's a huge chunk. It's that 12% again. Like, holy crap. Now people that would normally try and get their mana recovery or extra mana from other sources or items they might be tempted to take that small cluster just so that they can get that mana reservation efficiency as well but i saw as i was going through so many other masteries that i wouldn't normally care about so many really cool defensive options tied to offense you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like you're getting really unique aspects of defense by going through an offensive cluster and to me that was really neat like it's it's really starting to allow people the opportunity to get rid of the the default oh i have to have grace or i have to have determination or i have to have this it's kind of like incur not encouraging people but it gives people so many more options to get away from the typical stereotypical defensive patterns or auras because there's so many other ways to get recovery or to get mitigation or to transfer partial amounts of damage to uh another type of mitigation that you have higher i mean there are so many other opportunities for plus one to maximum elemental resists plus one to chaos resist converting physical damage to chaos or elemental or vice versa it was just so neat to see so much variety and a lot of these defensive options within an offensive mastery which is really cool when you talked about the uh, travel nodes on the alice passive because there's yeah. three sets yes. so six in total uh when we were watching that i was like i saw the animation and audibly gasp yeah um that's something i've been looking for on the passive tree and i've been talking about (laughs) it's never gonna happen i want it in a jewel that was my suggestion a long time ago was in like a unique jewel that allowed you to do it but i would said to tyler i'm like it's coming i guess the closest thing we have right now is steel's jewel that gives you the radius around the keystone to select from 
about the closest we got right now. Well, it's coming. I can tell. <laughs> Read but, the room. Yeah, yeah. That part was very <laughs> exciting to see the ability to do that because the Atlas Passive Tree is one of my favorite parts about the game because yeah. I don't feel like I can fuck it up. And it's such a nice feeling to be able to just interact with something without fucking it up. Like, right. Yeah. No matter what it's not you much click, PoE. you're making profits, even if you yep. click nothing. Like you're, yep. It's still and, augmenting and it's easy your to gameplay. Fix. It's not like yep. wrecking your build. It's I it's my it's one of my favorite parts about the game. And so now to be able to be like now there's even more options for how you have to think through building it and more freedom in it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was so excited well, that oh too it also it also allows you to concentrate on things knowing that you know like say for example you you're on the you know left hand side but you know you want the right hand boss stuff is like you can still prioritize like the stuff that you need up until you're at that level activate that gateway and then start passing there in red maps you know when you're finishing up your completion to get up to the boss stuff like it's, it was it's always really awesome it was always hard for me because I wanted to do, I do enjoy buffing up ritual. I do enjoy, there's a couple other ones, yep. but they're all left side and, and left upper part of the tree. Most of them. Uh, but I, I like the blue. Um, yeah. As someone who likes harbinger and ritual, I understand your pain because they're on opposite yeah, it's really sides hard. of the fucking tree. Oh, yeah. And no. so you're wasting a ton of points. Sometimes you can't make it work. Yep. So. And then it's like, sometimes it's like excited. pick two, pick two mechanics that you like that kind mm -hmm. of are clustered together. And then yeah. pick the bosses around it, which didn't feel good either, yeah. because like maybe you're stronger at fighting Exarch because you're a minion build and you can yeah. hide behind everything. Or like maybe you're better at Eater because you know the attack patterns really well and like it's no sweat to fight that guy. Like, yeah, it's fun. I'm so excited about the uh, that. And it's funny because that's I think that's mostly fun. the change. I don't think there's too many other Atlas passive changes, nope. at least that they talked about. I didn't see any, but that was enough for me. I'll take, I'll take no, yep, Atlas, yeah. Atlas gateways enough. Check. 100%, Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the entire 321 expansion. There's like no league, no nothing. It's just gateways. three, three gateways. Journey through Atlas like, gateways. Yeah, that's, right. that's all I needed. There, there, I mean, there were some changes to the Atlas passive tree, but they mostly, if I can remember correctly, revolve around Breach and Abyss, the two big league revamps oh, yes, that that's they right. did, yep. um, which make obviously perfect sense. And th again, the, the the there was a lot of really good um, sarcastic or obvious humor in in the patch notes again, especially when you look at Breach and Abyss. It was really funny to read through. If you're one of those people that do read it word for word, you're not one of those control F people. I mean, I am, but you then are. eventually I read it. Oh, yeah. Hands down. No it used to be it used to be minions and then zombies, but now it's minions and reaper, though I did I did do zombies. Nothing for anything. And then I have to apologize. I don't know who it was, but in our Discord, somebody said something about um, petrified blood changing. And I thought they were quoting something from the patch notes. Nothing changed with petrified blood, but I thought they were right. quoting something instead of like throwing out a possible idea. And so I just wrote that sucks. So whoever it was that throwed an idea where I thought it was a quote, I didn't mean that your idea sucked. I meant that if it was just actually happening, it would suck. And so now I've offended you oh. and I didn't mean to. But now because of that, now I'm also every single time typing in control F Petra for petrified blood. I thought that I thought somebody's post in discord about um well, using then. spells to open chests i was like oh, i even said it to tyler we were talking i was like <laughs> what the hell like people are just making stuff open up chests, and then i'm reading the patch notes i'm like oh my god <laughs> that's a real <laughs> thing they need to add doors 
Well, <laughs> one of my most, uh, my most infamous, uh, I had a dream right before Synthesis League. I, I was like, oh, what is it going to be? There's going to be these new base types. It's going to be so awesome. And uh, so in my dream, I put a bunch of boots in the synthesizer and it pops out a pair of boots and it says, opens nearby doors. <laughs> the best. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best league ever. And right. Like, that just got shuffled away into like my collective story that I build about myself, you know, like this narrative <laughs> of self, the fact that I forgot that it was a dream and I thought it was an actual memory. And so one day oh, halfway through synthesis league, I go looking for them. I'm like, okay, so like, you know, I made the onslaught <laughs> boots. Let's make these door boots now. Like, why aren't people talking about this? This, these door boots are going to be fucking amazing. Like I'm not quitting this league until I make these door boots. And then so I go and look and then I'm like, there's no door boots. I'm like, what do you mean there's no door boots? That's and so awesome. every single time we've had these leagues with like, you know, when they added the Atlas passives for uh, like Hunter and Redeemer and all that kind of stuff, the armor types for them mm -hmm. uh, and to like add to the Eldritch and Shaper armors. Like I was like, man, I hope that shows up there, opens nearby doors. Come on. And we got, you know, I'm like, imagine my disappointment when it's just Onslaught and Tailwind. Would you, <laughs> would you give, give me would what I want, GGG. Would you I'm give up movement speed? Would you give up movement speed for I opening know. doors? That's what. Uh, as long as I could still flip flask, probably. If I never had to open a door again, I would lose the movement speed off my boots. As long as I could still flask and talent into it. Yeah. When you say float flasks, does that mean like always have uptime on your flask? Or did I mishear you? I think no. I she was just saying flask, but said float, and then said flask. Oh, yeah. You can't float a flask. No, I thought that I was know. like cool. It's the poe. Yeah, like the well, yeah, because I'm not know this language, man. You don't know how to float your flask. You don't know how to float your flask. Like go right. back to you know whatever <laughs> baby poe video you were watching. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. Um, I just thought it was like a cool way that flasky people talked about always keeping up time. I'm not that cool anymore. You gotta understand, I've been mostly on a POE <laughs> hiatus for a year. I'm barely relevant. I'm just a player these days. Hey, welcome we to the club. We should make that a thing. Floating a flask. Floating flask. That's a Turning it's on in. a flask from now on shall be floating, floating a flask. Yep. Yep. Don't Keeping, activate that flask. That means you perma up time. You float it. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. If it's on, you floated it. Yep. Floated it. Good job. Flask floater, comma professional. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. I don't know what you guys are all giggling about. This is fantastic. Um, so there's so many changes. Yeah, like there's no way. Like there's we can't. Too you many. just like blurt out whatever you want. But yeah, race course is like. back. So Ooh. who cares about anything else? Race course is back. <laughs> That's basically my map that determines. Like last time it came back, it came back for one league. So GGG, I swear, if you don't give me at least two leagues with race course, I'm gonna do nothing. But I will feel a little bit disappointed. But it was like 80% of our Discord was at record days, <laughs> race courses back. Right. Isn't that great, though? It's nice that it's there. And thank you, everyone, for being so kind. But it, uh, the, and um, I mean, they got rid of some that I like too, but race course is the best. Too bad to see Mesa gone. I have so many Mesa, though. This was the first league in forever where when the standard um, conversion map tab thing happens and it converts the old, ta uh, old maps to the new tab. Oh, man. Sorry, I got. Yeah, stuff over my hair. Anyway, at least you don't uh, have your nose shoved full anymore. That's yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, don't it's do nice that. Don't do it. You're blow it out again. again. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I got anyway. Don't. I won't, I won't get into gory details. But no, thank um, you. Mesa. 
I had like 60 something messes, which never happens. Like when it converts, I, I don't really like how the conversion process works because it, it it stacks up. Maybe it's not like that anymore. But way back when, when I started converting maps, it would like convert a whole bunch of different maps into one map. So I'd go from having like 10 of each map to all of a sudden I had one of each map and then 100 of another or 72 or whatever the, the max is for the stash tab. And so since then, I've always had like a lot of one and then not a lot of another. And normally it's a map that I don't like. But last league, the conversion set me up to Mesa, which is awesome. I had a whole bunch and I love that that layout. I love I really like the boss fight. I think it's a lot of fun. It's a very good damage check, especially with how Immortal Call works. And you can see how the life bar works and then the ads that start showing up and on kill stuff. So I, anyway, I really like that map. That one's gone. But when you add race course back. It basically put, takes me from if I don't like if I don't have a real favorite out of all the maps, that means I'm doing Maven. If I have a favorite like Racecourse, it means I'm doing one of the X arches or El Eldrix or whatever they're called, because then you can just repeat the same map over and over, which is awesome. So, so that's awesome. But man, I just can't believe the changes like there's so much. They changed implicits on items. They revamp they added a ton of new clusters revamped clusters i don't know if you've looked at the link clusters like for link skills you and i were laughing about that justin yesterday when we were watching the reveal like they're, they're really trying to make these link skills stick right but then i went through the clusters and the masteries and i'm like wow these are actually really good like having being able to share charges with linked members being able to have a, an extra member linked so if you were in a party of three you could have everybody linked the person with the highest movement speed shares their movement speed to all linked members i mean that kind of stuff's really cool so not anyway, enough to make you use them but it is cool <laughs> well not you because you're scared i'm always gonna die anyway but there are so many things i mean the, the, some uniques that were attached to the two leagues that were changed are dramatically different Two of my well, hold on, personal hold on. old school favorites changed substantially. And, Which one? Um, Severed and Sleep and United and Dream. But right. I really like the changes, right? Only one of them kept Poison Chance. Whereas I think so the more common one, Severed and Sleep lost its Poison Chance, but it gained Envy. Of course, more changed to it as well, but that was the big thing for me. Whereas United and Dream, the the more difficult one to get, or the blessed one, whatever it is that they call it, the upgraded version... Uh, that kept poison chance. So now poison chance for minions is a lot harder to come by outside of abyss jewels. And so pretty cool stuff. I really, really love and the, I mean the the ascendancy changes, trigger focus, cast on stun. <laughs> or cast when stun. Oh man. And such a good quality um quality change to that skill gem too. Increasing the trigger chance. Anyway, I'm rambling. You guys go, but man, I I I just love so much of this. So much of this. I can't wait to see what it's like in gameplay. The only thing I was going to bring up, well, one of the things that I really liked was that the change to Breach, um, I love that they got rid of all these extra friggin' Breach stones. They just have the two. Yes. And no matter what, it's never lower than, I think it's 81. I will area level 81. kind of miss the original Breach stones, but Why? this is definitely a good change. Like for the leveling side of it or what? Um, Because like, I don't know, sometimes like you generate a lot of them through like normal mapping. And when I'm leveling a second or third character, um, sure. sometimes like my atlas is really intense. And mm -hmm. so I want like a safer spot without map mods or not map right. mods, but like without atlas stuff going on where I can just get XP. And so chaining those lower level stones was a great way to get past the 70s and into like some of the 80s. 
to then where you could then like be strong enough and have enough of your passives and wear all of your gear because there's some gear that once you know that 80 equip level like the special atlas bases and stuff like that mm -hmm. um and so there's like some of that in there too where it's like you need a little bit more and so it's a nice stopgap but now with the tree being so easy to customize maybe you just like turn off half of it for a little bit and then reallocate those points or something i'm not really sure how you would go about it but this for me, is because i don't play multiple characters often it's such a nice thing because i've never considered focusing on breach in the atlas passive because i just didn't enjoy well all they've, the they've done i feel like is just move the xp to more of an external source because like breaches themselves provide so much more xp now because they're so much more intensive especially like the longer they go on and how you talent into them so like i feel like it just traded a lot of those early xp opportunities into the maps themselves by the by like eliminating them and then pushing the stone eye level up so that's just like redistributing that but yeah i just like for me it was just like kind of like a safe haven away from like everything else that has continued to grow in the meantime for like maybe a slightly weaker character to get some XP, but there's plenty of other opportunities for that. That's what like heists and stuff like that are for. You could run white contract heist with Huck and get XP like that, I guess. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just like that. It's only two. I like that. I don't have to think about yep. it. I just run them. The blessings can upgrade <laughs> them. And yep. I like that. Really cool. I, yeah. A level that's worth running for me as mostly a single character. Right. Sorry, player. I didn't. Plus, they buffed a lot. Yeah, I didn't mean to poo-poo it. I think it's actually a no, fantastic no, exercise in like way to go, consolidating BK. the mechanic itself in a way that breathes new life into it and brings it into a way that's like accessible. So, like by reducing its like overall like I don't want to say difficulty because it didn't actually get tuned down in difficulty, but like by lowering the amount of things that you need to interact with with that specific mechanic and like turning it towards just more brainless killing and less management yeah. like the more that they can come through these old mechanics with this type of comb and like basically hit all the highlights get rid of the pain points and then like breathe new life into it graphically is like i think these are the mechanics that we're gonna see carried forward into poe like and I think some of them may just go into the sunset. Hmm. The, um, were you going to say something about Breach? You started no. to breathe. No. no. Oh, sorry. I was just, the only other thing I was going to say is the Abyss changes. I like those too. I love them. Except. <laughs> I know. I know. We're going to be hypocritical for one. one second. You haven't even shared it, but them. I know what it is. I love them. But we're going to complain about something, even though. Until. We you give me nah there's it, it just there's limit the how freaking far they run <laughs> right. i just that's it i i love this new change i love that you're the lich is always the thing you're fighting i love that they i love that they buffed the uniques in there because some the, some of those uniques used to be so fun to build around mm -hmm. i don't know if they are now i haven't actually you know i just i know they buffed them quite a bit which is exciting i really do like abyss i just i don't want to chase it backwards or map. for a really long trail, like have a limit a to the distance. Four, did they say? Yeah. yeah. So like, it, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's probably going to be great. But I just I want I still want that atlas passive. That's like, it, it'll go in a circle or something. Doesn't travel know, more <laughs> than twenty units per. Yeah, I'm still waiting yeah. for that. It only costs two though. How great is that? I mean, um, reach doesn't two have chaos. a thing. Um, even though it was revamped, but on Kirik's, um, map thingy thing, 
the Kyrick League mods, uh, Abyss only costs two. Yeah. And it seems like Abyss is going to be really legit. I, mean, I, it's I see be a great. lot of people specking into it. Yeah. So for to only cost two chaos, I well, Mr. Favors, Cheapskate. Fortune Favors yeah. has huge value this league. It's yes, good, it does. Good Fortune Favors. Yes, it does. Yeah. There's I mean, who I, who would spend what who's spending five chaos a map for Metamorph? Not this guy. Mm-mm. I spec'd in the Metamorph all last league on both PC and console. And it sucks. Like, there's some cool rewards when you're building, possibly, like, as the boss, but it's really not worth it. And it's still not, like, when you're fully specced and you've selected every single node on the Atlas Passive Tree for Metamorph, it still isn't a nice experience in-game. It's still, like, a lot of the mods you're choosing between when you're building your monster, <laughs> they're not worth the rewards it's not you're picking between some really stupid mods that you're providing the boss sometimes you don't do it because you don't want your boss to be immune to leech and have crazy life regen and you know what i mean like it's you know it's still not too fine-tuned so it's interesting to me that metamorph costs five but item filter had one change while we're on the subject oh boy. you can now <laughs> hey whoa this is awesome and people are going to love this you can now filter via implicit there's a has implicit mod condition for filters. So now you can either very specifically just or just in a general term filter based on implicits. That's huge. Not every item has an implicit, but goodness, if we get to that state where everyone, every single item has some sort of implicit. Oh, that's such a cool way to filter through items. So cool. Can't wait. Can't wait. I hope the has implicit that they added is just that. That's all you can filter. You can't be specific about the type of implicit, just whether it has <laughs> one or not. The, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Show all <laughs> items with implicits. There we go. Tyler Show so every mad. item in the game. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he was talking to me about that yesterday after the event, and I was like, oh, cool. It's We're already amazing. on filter talk after this amazing reveal. <laughs> it was. There's like, well. <laughs> <laughs> But there's so many other cool things that happen. I just can't handle like all the like the the, the new skills and the new trigger bow yeah. skills for attacks and spells. And then like even like uh, some of the other mechanics and leagues like uh, Katarina's been had her drops rebalanced because of other things. They have uh, powerful oh, minion like modifiers, right? Uh, but hey, what about this one? Kativa Heralds, one of the coolest looking enemies in the game, by the way. In the Lava Lake boss arena, now only spawn as magic instead of rare. And the Kativa Heralds, mm-hmm. the, the enemies, in the Lava Lake boss arena. Oh, they, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Sorry. They only spawn as magic instead of rare now. That's good. Yes. Good change. And <laughs> yes. And the rare monster modifier that triggers those stupid purple crystals that always kill you because you can't freaking see them because purple blends into freaking everything in this game. And then they would always kill you as an on death effect anyway. And anyway. Um, those, oh, no. um, there's a longer delay before they explode. Okay. Well, that gives you a little and bit anyway, more Anyway, they're, they're a little less them. scary. Yeah. I can tell you that that's like one of the only things that kills me now with my ultra defensive character. It's those purple little stupid blue post death. Anyway, really wants me you to be You can attach no TNT to your feet now though. That, <laughs> okay, those that's right. I wanted to bring those so up. so dumb, but so amazing. Like a cookie <laughs> so bear oh, okay, reference. Good. Are you serious? Thank you. It's the reference I, I didn't know I needed, but I was like, wait, what was the reference? The bear. It's a cocaine bear. Yeah. Here, let me show What's you. A cocaine? What's a cocaine uh, bear? Oh my gosh. Are we, are we old? Are we? No, it's the movie. Do you know what a cocaine a bear is? It's a movie. Okay. It's just me. Great. 
No, it's just a movie that just came out. Like movies are getting back to like some of those stupid comedies, you know, like traveling across the country and whatever. Anyway, cocaine bear. Apparently based on a true story. What's the idea? I sent you the trailer. Watch the trailer. I'm not going to watch the trailer trailer later. A bear that ends up like snorting up a bunch of cocaine. I don't even know how to take cocaine. (laughs) A bear that has a whole bunch of cocaine. Yeah, that's right. It's a and bear so anyway, that's broken into like a drug storage unit and does a seriously lot of cocaine and goes yeah, on a rampage. Real? Is it real? Is it just a story a, or what? It's based on a true story, they say. But it's like made intentionally ridiculous. Yes. Uh, and 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 the thought is that this bear is GG's that's like a, no, that's, uh, a play on it. Yeah, the sulfite. Like the whole thing is that Nico oh, basically doses oh, sulfite and that's what makes right. him crazy. And he so gets now crazier the bear and crazier. Got into it, so now it's a cocaine bear. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I and it, it is funny because I'll bear never does. use it. But but is it a pet as well? Because they say pet. Is it a pet? And then it's also, also the. I don't know uh, yeah. if that's the truth. It, I thought it was following it is, them in the trailer. I, I got thirty bucks that I don't have. That's going straight to that. <laughs> and then there's a parrot on the other side that actually talks. I, there's already enough annoying noises. I don't need a freaking parrot saying. <laughs> Uh, I can't do that in town or whatever. Every freaking you have seconds. to get both. No. Yes. No. Always. <laughs> That's a, imagine but, having both, and then you actually go into Delve. I don't like Delve. I will go to Delve all league for that bear. For your bear. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a pet freak. Yeah, I thought oh, the. Man. I just like the portals. I always like portals. Yeah. The, I like the portal. I love the armor that chips away as you get more damaged. I love the the footprints you that you that were off, referencing. Though? Can you Probably turn that option? Yeah, because I, I like wear the different armor, MTX. but I would want it always on. Oh. Hmm. And then um, the, what Just is it? The, the, the footprints you guys were referencing where when <laughs> you, you stop, it explodes <laughs> on you. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, I, I think that would cause a bit of anxiety. I, yeah, I would. I would. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like you wouldn't want to stop moving. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because it actually is like a tool. Because one of the one of the ways that uh, it, it they talk about being really efficient in Path of Exile is you know like hideout is lava, right? Like you don't stay in your hideout for any amount of time other than to drop off stuff and vendor and then get right back into your maps. Like if you are sitting in your hideout, you're wasting time. Like this is actually a mentality that people have. And it's like literally the floor is lava thing. It's like you can't even sit still in a hideout because you'll get blown up. So you even like even when you're running around, you can't. <laughs> yeah, I, I like think it would make that... me feel like I have to keep moving. Yep, exactly. It's like it's literally training people to be better POE players because they won't sit still anymore. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I'm a stationary <laughs> freak. Like, I can't man, wait to I, explode. I don't understand why I have so much more currency after getting this microtransaction. <laughs> yeah, Maybe it's because right. I'm always running around on my maps. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I, I they they were fine. They're fun. They're all ridiculous like the and hilarious, and I love them. Yep, I like that they go this route with them, where they, it's just different. I yep. like that they do I'm stuff just, different. I, well, it's just like there's only so many armor sets you can wear, and so like having mm-hmm. a bunch of random goofy stuff is actually a lot more fun to me personally. Yep. Oh, hands um, down. Yep. And I'm so glad the bear is thirty dollars. I was worried he was going to be a ninety, yeah. and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I really like how the, that's a really good point. I really do like how they spaced it out. Like the pets are the only $30 ones. Yeah, it's American. So that's like a million dollars Canadian. But 
And then it gets better and better. The portal's the expensive one, but then the birds and the $30 pack again. Uh, I love the hand. The um, you get like the, the uh, yeah, you get yeah. the marionette breach hand, <laughs> but you also funny. get an epic crafting bench. Oh my goodness, is that crafting bench cool? Like three separate sides to it. It's like all magical and Harry Potter. It yeah, looks like, I oh, really man. love the way it looks. Brick. Yeah, this is such a difficult one to as like a deal hideout with. person. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> What do I do? Oh. I guess I'll just have to not eat. And when the pets, right. <laughs> I'm going to have a very difficult choice here because normally it's, a, I mean, they all look cool, but I'm an easy no. I'm not going to spend money just because mm -hmm. it's that tight. But man, when you have two pets like that and they're both $30, when you play on two platforms that don't share MTX. Oh, brutal. Oh, uh, choose which one goes where. Uh, or, it, or do you just get one with both and one with neither? Or, or do I sell myself the on the street on corner for a couple nights and I get both $30 packs yeah, for that, both platforms? Well, how's your, you got your sexy tie voice ready? I mean, it's been a while. Oh, yeah. Make sure you got that stuff shoved up your nose. Yeah, like losing blood. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so it's tough, fun. so tough. I, I can't believe this league reveal. I think it's really good. I'm not like being like a fanboy about it. I just, there's so much that's changed that yeah. I, there's nothing to be negative about. You have to experience it first. Everything except for not limiting the length of Abyss runs. But I mean, I cannot, and that's just a joke though. I'm really impressed with everything. And to me, like I was telling Justin BK a few episodes ago that I was expecting this league to be not boring because they just had a successful league or really, really good core additions as well. But I was expecting this league to be to not have a lot of creativity with it because this is also the league where Exile Con's coming up. Mm -hmm. And so you, I was, ex uh, you know, foolishly expecting them to kind of not dumb it down, but have something that they were familiar with on the back end so that if any issues came up, they would be able to fix things on a skeleton crew as they're preparing for all these big announcements, which of course, I mean, it's the last XL console PUE2 or freaking better be. Otherwise, everyone's going to give up. But, you know, so I was expecting this to be so, you know, like fun for diehard fans, but not the most exciting. And here they add passives, Atlas, like, like, skill trees to items and you're leveling up items like that's got to be new on the back end despite the fact that it might work similar to something else on the back end yep. that's still mm -hmm. a whole new world of item interactions and bugs and corresponding codes and i don't know like I, i'm just really impressed with what they're doing with the league that's leading to and happening during XLCon. especially because you know the next league when chris wilson last time he was interviewed not for this league but for 320 he was like or no no what was it? it was one of the announcements that came out earlier in the 320 league where they said if you're coming to exile con you're going to want to do all your tourist stuff before exile con not after because you're going to want to run home because whatever it is it's POE happening two. just after right justin says poe2 everyone else is 322 but like you know so now they have like all this hype and preparation for 322 which you know, is apparently, according to GGG, really big. So they have that preparation to do and ExileCon preparation. I just had lower expectations for this. So I'm just really impressed with how much they've been able to put into this. And they were also saying in the Ziggy thing, sorry for rambling, that they were actually going to revamp every single ascendancy for this league, but they couldn't quite fine tune it. 
to the way that they wanted. But almost every single ascendancy was going to be revamped, not maybe to the same extent, but to the same attention value as the, what are the two? The saboteur and what's the other one? Pathfinder? Yeah. They were all getting that attention to detail, but they couldn't quite fine tune them to the extent that they were comfortable with with the two that they did. So that, I don't know. I'm just really impressed with them. Anything else that stood out? Everything. PK, any favorites? Um, I had something and then it just like went away. My mistake. No, it was actually, it was bouncing off of something that you were talking about. And I was trying to just like be a good girl and sit here and hold it in my head. And then it ran away. <laughs> you can interrupt anytime. I can't, I can't fucking hold on too much. Um, something else that I'm, I'm also kind of excited about too is like, I just, um, there's enough of the league here that I saw that I took away from like the patch notes and everything else that they're just like, I'm genuinely excited. And that's kind of like my stance that I'm just going to have through this whole thing is like, there's enough here for me to be genuinely excited. That's all I need. I don't need any yeah. other justifications or any other reasons or anything else. I'm just excited to play the video game. And I'm also really excited because one of the things that I think is the most insignificant about this patch is like, I think this actually might be the bow league finally. On the third mm. iteration. Hey, yeah. A lot of good bow changes. A lot of good bow changes. So one of the major problems with those is that bows before, when the game was easier slash less dangerous, um, bows were something that was accessible and uh, an archetype you could play without, you know, tons of currency. Yes, like Magic Find was expensive and like high-end bow builds were expensive, but like there was still that mid middle of the road, like 20 to 40 X elemental hit build or scourge arrow build you could throw together on like a, you know, nine to five or budget and still kill bosses and do stuff like that. But the problem is that when the rest of the game got more difficult and they added the elemental resistance to the bosses and the armor and all this other sort of stuff is that like bows have to reach into so many different systems to get the defenses and damage that they need. That it is yes. so difficult to do that, that either A, you forsake any defenses and you go full glass cannon, which is the most common in softcore. So like, therefore, bows are air, air quotes accessible. Or B, you have perfect items and you've put, you know, just a huge amount of time and effort and energy into crafting your gear because your gear is perfect. It has crit, it has crit multi, it has to spell suppression in every single slot so you don't have to get it on the tree anymore. And instead you, you, you talent into, you know, damage on the tree instead but what a lot of these opportunities as far as the um the new system opens up as far as this weapon stuff and some of these changes that they've done to the tree is that it really consolidates a lot of the things that we have to reach for in bow builds whether it's a certain amount of arrows you need or a certain amount of chains or aoe or whatever it is that makes that particular skill feel good perform well and accomplish the things you want it to do whether it's clear focus because you're mapping or damage focused because you're bossing like you can put together a bow that probably carries a lot of those requirements so that you can focus on the parts of the tree or parts of gearing that matter and that is going to finally what i think is going to like free up bows enough to like finally come back into like that middle range again and allow them to be more accessible where people can put together like that moderately tanky to very tanky mid-range bow boss killer. I like I think it's going to happen. Again, I'm really excited for it. I'm going to try and put one together. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah. I, I like cuz like the all the the two bow leagues in the past weren't successful because they didn't understand like that overarching issue with bows and the way the archetype yeah. exists because it's 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 
it's a really tricky balance problem because you can't give something like Ice Shot a lot of damage because then everyone plays Ice Shot because it's one of the best clear skills in the game. Same with like Tornado Shot and all the other ones. Like when you can run, shoot, and not look and pay attention and you don't have to aim, you don't have to fight mobs, you don't have to get in their faces or anything like that. Like it simplifies a lot of the game. So that's one of the reasons why I liked Scourge Arrow so much was because like depending on how long you drew the bow, you would do like more or less damage. And then that kind of was like a way to slow the archetype down, blah, blah, blah. But this is the first time. Yeah. And like in the last iteration of like the bow changes too, they were like, oh, we're going to give bows more damage and that should help it feel more accessible. And like it did and sort of in many ways, but like it didn't actually bring down like this, the floor, I guess (laughs) it just added more ceiling. And so like didn't bring I was just, the spread of investment. Yeah, exactly. To, yeah. It didn't actually pull things down into that mid range enough. And so I think this plus all of these other iterations, I like I think this is the environment. If it was going to make a comeback, this is the best environment we've had yet yeah. since Cold Scourge Arrow for like bows to be truly, truly good. I, I don't disagree at all. The amount of um, defensive variety you now have at your disposal with so many of the different cluster and mastery changes, the different damage options you have, uh, even all those interesting new skills they have that a lot of them are centered around bows. I think it's really, really neat, especially the trigger stuff. I think that's such a neat aspect to do. Like one of my favorite skills, I don't play with it because I don't do bow skills, but my favorite, one of my favorite ones in the entire game, just because of how unique it is, is the Mirage Archer. I, I love just the the uniqueness of that and how yeah. it's so complementative to many builds but it's not necessarily a big damage boost depending on what you're doing and so to just have a similar mentality with so many of the other new creativity the cr- creative things that they've done so far it kind of reminds me of that type of creativity button considering other archetypes or did yeah. i say archetypes again i did <laughs> archetypes i can't say that word Anyway, I agree with you completely. I'm excited for you because the other thing that I'm excited for, as far as that's concerned, too, is just that, like, I hope the era of the ballista is finally coming to an end because I'm fucking tired of them. Like, the way to get damage in bow builds now, any bow build, is that you basically make as many ballistas as you possibly can fit into your build and you shit out as many projectiles per second as your build is currently capable of. And that's how you do damage on bows. And it just feels so asinine and so pointless and so awful. Like, I love the Lone Ranger narrative. Like, I love playing that. I play Sneak Archers in every single Elder Scrolls game. And any game that's, like, like online player, like, FPS stuff, like, I usually go for Snipe. Like, I like being tactical. I like positioning. I like being rewarded for positioning well. And everything about bows right now is just like, oh, just shit out so many projectiles. It doesn't matter. Like, oh, you want to walk through those balls on XR? Just use your totems and block them. Or like, oh, you will need a dodge mechanics? Nah, just put all your, your blisters there and shit on the boss until it's dead. And it's like, I don't know. It just like, it's completely ruined everything for me. I don't like that play style. Like if I want to play totems, I play fucking totems. I don't, I want to play a bow build. <laughs> So, like, I am just hoping that there's this sort of, like, enough there that this reliance on the ballista support to provide the damage that Bo needs, like, I hope that's gone. Mm-hmm. I, I love the ballista play style, but I am, I'm, I'm on board with you that I hope that there's an even keel. That no. it's, you're not stupid for one playing or 
you know, playing the only way you should. I hope there's a nice even balance too, as you know, a spellcaster would say to either self cast or trigger it. So I like, uh, yeah, I'm hoping, hoping for you. Can't wait. Anything else, Just? Do you want to throw out? So much, no. hey, it's so I much. I do have a lot, but yeah, I don't feel yeah. like I haven't even actually gone through them again. Like, I kind of did like my little go through everything, kind of judge how I feel, and then like let it sit for a second because, like, it's so overwhelming the way that they present it, and you get everything yeah. all at once. Like, some of these content creators must have like fucking teams, man, because I do not yep. understand how they can process, understand, compartmentalize, and then summarize that quickly. Because Jesus Christ, it's so much. It, this is a big set of patch notes. Yeah. It was really big. The one it's say, not the just one... in... Sorry. No, I was just going to say, not just to go off Justin's thing, they were big, not just in the volume of text, but to wrap your head around the individual changes. I mean, the majority of it was the mastery changes, but there was so much that was removed or added and, and swapped around. Like, it's just so... You have to... Like, I don't... Guide writers this league? <laughs> to like already have a tree planned out no way that's properly min max like there's so many options i remember the first time i was doing my righteous fire guide when they added masteries didn't even notice the um the damage over time multiplier that was in one of the masteries so i post my guide it's ready to go i went through it thoroughly didn't even notice the damage over time mastery there was like one well, of them in the northwest in, now throw in weapon trees <laughs> Just guide writer? I don't even know how I just, is that it's yeah. just like that's bonus. That's extra. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We're <laughs> gonna add this passive tree later. Anyway. I'm sure there will be at some point like a an optimized what you want to get on those things, but yeah. I, I I don't know how somebody's doing that right now for 321. I before you end, I do want to shout out um POE Planner quick. And not just because I'm one of like the the two or three patrons for it, but POE Planner, I don't know how they do it, but I don't know what it's going to be like. This is going to come out in two days on Sunday. Uh, so don't know if Path of Building... not paid, not paid <laughs> No, promotion. it's not. And I'm not secretly the POE Planner guy. But um, I don't know not. if, I don't know if uh, Path of Building is going to be up to date or not. And I don't think Path of Building has the Atlas Passive Tree either. But um, POE Planner, I don't know how do they do it, but always within the 24-hour period of the patch notes being launched, they have a completely up-to-date atlas passive tree and character passive tree and it's always correct it's not like they rush it out just for like clickbait but it's not actually updated it's updated and then it, it doesn't have to change after the fact like wherever they get their information from so anyway i'm not saying it to i mean obviously congratulations to whoever it is but um because you do a fantastic job but um if path of building isn't updated by the time this episode comes out and you're hearing this uh, you can do all of your Atlas passive and character passive planning on a completely updated tree. If you do, do poeplanner.com. You're not, you don't have to wait, is what I'm saying. And paid promotion. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I want to shake their hand. They're fantastic. I am a happy, I am a happy patron. You don't send like a message or an email? Can't all just the do time. that? I send lots of feedback about bugs oh, and stuff God, like I'm that. Sure and every time do. I'm like, also, you're fantastic. Every time. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, we, we are going to wrap this up. BK, are you joining us for After Dark? Yeah, I'll be here. Sweet. Okay, so I, I do have a couple things I want to chat about in After Dark, mostly around Ruthless, but I don't want to offend people and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I, I'll chat about that in After Dark. I'm so glad that the private, or that the boss kill event is in Ruthless. Oh my goodness, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because uh, both of us don't actually care about the boss event, but it always screws up our private league. So both of us, that was literally the one thing we're like, yay, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to screw only, us over again. The only side I kind of side on the the sort of like sad faces about is like, I feel for my speedrunners, man. 
they are not happy oh, right yeah, now. Oh yeah, all those. Ah, they'll get used to it. It's just a new change. Yeah, I mean, I like, it, there's a period, it's like, there'll be an optimization and they'll have to change. But, like, I can understand having, like, we were in the renaissance of speedrunning, especially after Goddess on GDQ. And what did they do the very next patch? They fucking dropped in those monsters on the Act 1 and blew apart, like, everything that we had known for years about Act 1 leveling. And then yeah. it's been a little while. And so, <laughs> can this drop again out of nowhere? <laughs> Especially for the ExileCon race and watching all of the tools that they've come to rely on, like having no information about the races in general, and then having this being dropped on them with like, oh, and there's all these changes and you're going to have to re, you know, like people have been practicing for this, waiting for this announcement to come because they want to perform well. Obviously, they want to go to New Zealand. And so like, yeah, they're a little upset right now. And I can understand like that perspective entirely because this is something that's like a craft, right? They put so many hours of dedication into getting really good at this. So whenever there's like a system wide change, you know, it's like a skill that they've chosen to acquire rather than a game that they've decided to play. And so it's a little bit different than like how I approach things as someone who is just a player versus someone who is not a racer. Um, so I obviously mentally feel quite different about it. I'm kind of like excited to try a lot of the new stuff that they're offering because I'm glad that it's not just like a, if you don't level this way with these two wands and this, these supports, like you're, you're dumb. Like I kind of like that it's diversifying a little bit, but I can also understand from their side of things where it's like as big of stakes as this is. And then having all these changes and needing all this new tech and having to figure it all out. Like it's like a lot. Cause not only do you have to figure it out, you got to figure it out while everyone else is figuring it out. You still got to be the best because there's the pressure to be the best because you've already been in the, you know, the event once or twice or something like that. So, you know, it would be really fun, but I'm not going to watch it if they do it because I don't want any spoilers, but it would still be really fun to watch. The second POE2 is officially launched, watching speedrunners. They have no idea where to go, what to do, anything like they're just brand new game. It'd be cool to see like a I, race. Something that I actually really wanted was this time the ExileCon race to take place in Act 1 mm. of PoE2 mm. since they've already shown us a bunch of it and just have them speedrun Act 1 to the best of their ability. That'd be but cool. That's not going to happen. The only time I ever did races was like in closed beta they used to do or maybe it was right after open beta i can't remember but they used to do little races and they were a lot of fun because nobody had anything really optimized so everybody sort of was just figuring out as they go i uh i for this one i actually don't care i get that there's some people who don't like it totally understand that people have done whatever they're doing i think it's fucking nuts to do ruthless solo self-found hardcore kill bosses that are impossible that's crazy to me but um I like that it's in Ruthless because it doesn't screw over our private. <laughs> That's all we care about. <laughs> I, but I do. I am going to bring something about that up in After Dark with re regards to Rishi and our conversation with him. But um, are we good? Can we wrap this I'm up? Yeah, but we have so much more to talk about, but we may as well because yeah. we'll be like we eight hours even if we do don't like stop. A now. Part two next week or something. I don't know. No, next week is playing. League Reveal. Like no. next year yeah, by by playing. next week. Yeah, it's like we're going to talk about how great it is. Obviously. Obviously. We only have one week into it. Anyway, okay, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Forever Exiled, 182. I'm Just Snake A Tags. I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. And I'm Brittle Knee. BK, thanks for joining us. We'll see you in After Dark. Everybody else, uh, patrons, we'll see you in After Dark. It's going to be a blast. Everybody else, we'll see you next week in 183 with the release of Crucible. Uh, you'll find BK's information down below. We've got more information down below. ForeverExile.com. We're on Twitter, ForeverExile82. We have a Discord. Why are you giving me thumbs up? No, I, um, I have a crooked thumb. 
Keep going. I don't think Keep he going. Is. Like every time you, you deliver a line, he's like, "God damn, that was good." Thumbs up. Yeah, that's right. No, I was just, I was just. I'm sorry to interrupt, Justin. I didn't mean to, but I totally wasn't paying attention. I didn't realize I have a crooked thumbs up. This feels normal, but look how crooked it is. It's like on a complete angle. When I make it straight, oh, it makes my thumbs feel weird, and it hurts the outside of my joints there. Like I have crooked thumbs up, and I never noticed. I've been giving everyone for 41 years a crooked thumbs up look at that let's look at my right hand i'm glad that like this is degrees. the existential crisis that you're having at this age it's that's what i was thinking well, i didn't even know justin that's was talking about it. I mean, you need to put them down the, the longer i look at them it's making me angry it's really bothering me the <laughs> more i that. look at them it's i don't know what yeah that really bugs me angle thumbs up and All that's right, how uh, it's comfortable Patreon and other ways support. I'm covering your face on my screen <laughs> Patreon and other ways support the podcast you'll find them down below and uh we love you Bye. 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 Oh, that was good. That's good stuff. Hey, guys.